The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Stewardship Through Respect with your host, Holly Wells. The model of being overworked, stressed out, and oblivious to the world around us is no longer viable. We need to become engaged and take an active stand for those issues that are important to us. Get ready to engage and interact with our discussion. Now, here is Holly Wells. Welcome to the program. Tonight's guest is Kenji Kamaro, and this is going to be a very special show. So some of the shows we've just talked about, some things you could do, some tips, but that's why Kenji is so special. He's actually going to bring us an activation. So we're going to do that later on in the show. That's going to be something I think you're really going to enjoy. But a little more about Kenji. He is recognized worldwide as a spiritual catalyst. He is the creator of Quantum Light Weaving and Sedona Vortex Activations. He serves as a channel holder and initiator of expanded grounded awareness and provides a vibrational space for one's awakening and empowered healing and soul mastery. With academic training and education, psychology and the healing arts, Kenji serves as a facilitator of consciousness and assists those who wish to explore their personal path of illumination and awaken to their soul's destiny and life purpose. So without further ado, uh, we have so much to talk about. I would love to bring him on the program. Welcome, Kenji. Hello, Holly. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me on your wonderful show. Yes, welcome. So I know I'd like to just start off with this week earlier Monday was Global Oneness Day. And what a fantastic day. One of the tenets of um, respect and stewardship through respect was take time to celebrate. And so with that, I hope everyone did take a moment to celebrate Global Oneness Day. And for those that did not, you can still celebrate it with, um, there's a site called Amplitude, and it was started by Jason, um, Todd Jason, excuse me, Todd Jason. And it's called the Amplifield, and you can go on there, and he has events where you can just share to anybody else who's on. I was actually just on before coming on here. There was uh, 240 other people on there. You can see by dots where else in the world they're at. You can send messages to one another, and there's you can have no sound, or you can have meditation in the background. So, again, it's just somewhere to go, and there, you, there's actually a recording of some of the amazing people that share the opening of Global Oneness Day for his event. Um, some people like Gene Houston, Deepak Chopra, Greg Braden. So again, I would direct you guys there to um, take a couple looks and celebrate some of the aftermath of Global Oneness. He's having a whole week called uh, Week of Global Compassion. So I do have a link to that, or if I don't, I will have a link to that. Um, it's in process from I Love Nature website, so you guys can check out the Amplifield. And again, Kenji, you yourself were part of an amazing uh, Global Oneness celebration. So I would love to hear a little bit about what you guys and what your message was for that day. You mean I can remember that? (laughs) (laughs) Paraphrase, if you will. Uh, You know, part of uh, working in the quantum is uh, you forget after you do it. You absolutely kind of like your mind just gets erased. Mm. But um, I think what I talked about was about 
the uh, quantum field of possibility and one way you can tap into that place is through your intention, feeling, and action. So you have to kind of combine those when you're in that state, that state of oneness, to produce effects that you want in your world, in your everyday world. So I believe I talked a little bit about how to feel what you want in your life and how you want your life to go. And along with that, you create in the quantum field, not in your regular state, but in, uh, shall we say, a more theta or even a somewhat delta brainwave state, creating through intention that's like a thought, but it's not like a thinking thought. It's more of a soul thought of how you want your life to be. And if you do that every day, um, you're going to see the results. So I think that is what I talked about, but I'm not sure. (laughs) Fantastic. I love it. (laughs) Well, I love where you're going, and that's really um, why I wanted to go back, even though Global Oneness was Monday, is uh, I think it's something that I really just embrace is that idea of it because truly we are one and I love thinking of it the two things at one point so we are all very much just like snowflakes they keep telling us our parents have told us since we were born you're a unique individual you're special you have special gifts and we hear that and then we hear on the opposite you're all one and part of the collective so they both exist together but it's kind of seems mutually exclusive so um, any comments on that? I think there's some misunderstanding about that. Uh, Let's see. We always like to keep things simple, not complicated. So on one level, since we all came from the same source, we are one. That to me is the deepest level of oneness. And at the same time, creator imbued within our spirit individuality and uniqueness so yes on the other levels we are all very unique and how we develop our spiritual gifts or our talents our innate skills and abilities is through countless lifetimes uh, in planets and systems where we grow and we learn so nobody is ever given a gift over another person. Like you hear, oh, well, that person was born with that gift. How lucky. Uh, I don't seem to have been born with anything, and I've had to like work really hard to get to where I am. See, so that is, uh, to me, erroneous thinking. So we have these talents that we have developed over eons of incarnations, and that why will explain why some people are born very gifted like Leonardo da Vinci and others seem to like have a lifetime where they're gardeners or housekeepers. Because uh, the one life concept doesn't make sense, you know, if you look at it that way. And so, but that's a very deep subject. That's like a whole probably year's training of stuff. I don't yes, know how it is. I got to that place, but uh, 
we all you're in the are definitely unique. And if we develop our uniqueness, we'll be much happier. I agree. And in helping us develop our uniqueness, I know for me, I really do. Somehow, I just have always had a really strong connection to my intuition. I Again, I'm going to use the word lucky, but it was just innate. I always have had this connection where I know some people have to work very hard at it. But um, I always just have this like inner voice, this inner Jiminy Cricket all the time, which is sometimes annoying, but always kind of talking to me in my head. And I have actually learned to listen to it. Because when I don't, it's always like, yep, then you make the mistake and your little intuition was telling you this all along. It's laughing. It's like, yep, did I not just uh, alert you to this? Yes. So again, this is why I've really learned to strongly listen to my intuition because it's dead on. It has been proven time and yet time again. Um, But that's where kind of going back to uh, the uh, airlines, how in an emergency, they always say, you know, please secure your oxygen mask before assisting others around you. And I think I've mentioned before on the program, I really just love that. And that's what I think um, sustainability and stewardship is in order to help others. It's really, you know, if you're depleted and you're tired, you know, it's very hard to keep giving from that place of a depleted tank, if you want to call it that. So, again, that's where I'm very much on, you know, self-love, self-care, really take care of yourself. Um, Could you share any of the practices, just simple ways, you know, low cost ways that people can just start to meditate and really just get in touch with their intuition for those that might not have that strong connection? Well, um, it is true that you can only share and give to others what you already have and embody. And so if you give away your power too much in the form of always giving to others like your family or your friends or coworkers, and don't give to yourself, yeah, you will get depleted after a while and you'll build up resentment at some point on some level. So... You know, one of the ways to recharge is to walk out in nature. Even if you're in a big city, like go hang out under a tree. That's good enough. So when, when city dwellers begin to lose connection with nature, they're going to start to feel depleted and tired and more stressed and more worry and all that. One of nature's... Um, gift to us is that it can help our physical bodies to recharge. And actually, it also inspires our spirit as well. So where I live, there's all kinds of artists because they're inspired by the red rocks. They're inspired by the beauty of this place. And that's why so many people here love to hike because it's um, rejuvenating for them. It um, can be uh, in place of other things that we partake of to try to get relaxed or to get more energy. So that's one real good natural way to give to yourself. And I think um, since we all need to drink water, if you can find the best way to cleanse the water and purify the water, more better for your body. And of course meditation, or anything that brings you into a calm and centered place so that you can recharge your batteries is a really good idea. So those are a few practical things. And of course, eating really healthy foods and foods that nourish your immune system is very, very important. Because when Mm. your immune system is strong, then you don't get depleted. And you're not affected by 
white stuff in the air, etc. Fantastic. Do you have any favorite uh, foods that really boost your immunes that you could um, highlight? Well, you know, uh, pure colostrum, pharmaceutical-grade colostrum, is excellent to build up your immune system and keep it strong. And mm. that comes in powdered form. You just mix it with either milk or water and drink it. So that is something that, if affordable, that is really good. Mushrooms, apparently, are very good fortifiers. But, you know, you can do a Google search and use your intuition to find out what other people have researched regarding foods that build your immune system. The things that you don't want to ingest are things that deplete your immune system, like white sugar, table salt, those kind of things. White flour, packaged foods, more packaged foods. Anything (laughs) processed will deplete you, really. Yes, and that is very clear. That is, again, another tenant is really eat organic. And your comment about white sugar in the processed foods, uh, I'm not certain that people really know. I mean, people know that sugar is not good for them. They're starting to now hear it. Even I know the FDA and whoever does the food pyramid, they're even saying that, you know, you should ingest more sugar, uh, despite sugar's lobbying of that comment. But I love that you highlight and bring that to, to the forefront. So truly, uh, white sugar is horrifying. I've been really trying to cut out my sweets, which is um, been a mission for me this year. Um, but in addition, I was just a uh, three-year vegetarian now. So I'm three years into being a vegetarian. And for anyone who's on the fence of giving that a try, wow, I can definitely feel the difference in myself from making the change. So I would really recommend that and just paying really good attention to what you put in your body. That's, again, being stewards of your body is not just a saying it is really true and it's something that we really embody so we are the ones that are in charge of what we put in our body i know we see it on um, tv we're getting marketed to all the time but we are the last people that have the choice to what we put in our mouths and consume so i know things are out there that uh, look good they taste great we love them but um try to keep um, it to a minimum and uh that was a perfect uh, answer and before we get into our next section here i do need to take a quick uh, commercial break but we We will be right back with more Kenji. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. This program is sponsored by ILoveNature.com. Do you love sustainability? Do you love getting to the point? Sustainability is thoughtful, planned utilization of the Earth's resources for the betterment of humanity. Sustainability awareness is crucial to the Earth and to humanity's continued long-term existence. We all need to participate. This is a global issue that impacts each of us locally. Visit ilovenature.com. Respect yourself, the Earth, and humanity. That's E-Y-E, lovenature.com. Relationship issues? Anxious? Parenting challenges? No more. Learn how to live your best life. Tune into Straight Talk with top psychotherapist, relationship, and anxiety expert, Sandra Reich. In this program, you'll learn how to transform your challenges into effective solutions, whether it's relationships, 
parenting, anxiety issues, or other life traps that you struggle with. Sandra will show you how to change them and how to live the life of your dreams. Listen every Thursday afternoon at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. I Love Nature supports sustainability, and that begins with self-love and self-care. Take a moment and ask yourself, do you often feel your batteries need to be recharged? Do you regularly wish for more time in the day to tackle everything on your to-do list? Are you continually delaying personal vacation planning? It's time to reclaim your life's purpose. Break out of your rut. Visit ilovenature.com. Get out and enjoy nature and some physical exercise. That's E-Y-E-LoveNature.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are tuned in to Stewardship Through Respect with Holly Wells. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to respect at ilovenature.com. That's respect at eyelovenature.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back. And before the show started, Kenji and I were just speaking, and it was funny. He was just, I was asking him how his day was, and he mentioned he had finished all of his tasks for the day, which um, we need to give him a little uh, round of applause there. Anyone who finishes your task for the day in the day it's only half done, that is a good day. Um, I responded to him that I also was completing a lot of tasks, but mine was more in the holly, frantic, get things done, multitasking, although when I'm doing something, I do try to focus on the single task I'm doing at hand to give it attention to really be in that zone so you're actually focusing on it. But kind of speaking of monkey mind, and Kenji, you know this well, we've talked about it in person when we've um, met, and I I definitely am one of those people. So it's one of my insomnia feeders. Uh, Before day uh, bed, I review all the events of my day. I kind of plan my next day's agenda. I kind of create lists. I review scenarios. I mean, I'm going back and forth. My mind is doing everything except going to sleep, which is what I'm supposed to be doing. So it doesn't matter how tired I am. Um, I remember when I was a child, um, I shared my room with my sister and I would ask her, how do you go to sleep? Because I was so jealous. She would like lay down and before her head hit the pillow, she would be out and I would just sit there looking in the dark, not being able to sleep. And so I asked her, how is it? How do you go to bed? And she said, just close your eyes and think of nothing. And to her, that was like very good advice. But to someone who has monkey mind, um, that's what I was trying to do is what I wanted to say. But um, do you have any advice on people, you know, how to mitigate this type of mental scenario game playing in their heads that we have? Well, for you, Holly, uh, I have no remedy, no suggestions. <laughs> a glass of but, wine. But for everybody else, um, you know, breathing really helps to slow down brainwave activity. And so if you do, uh, you can do seven or you can do 14 or you can just focus on your breathing until you fall asleep. Well, I will preface this. There is some school of thoughts in meditation that you should review your day and I'll do all of that. Well, that, I suppose, is necessary if you didn't come to completion with all your daily experiences and people interactions. Then you would need to review your day. Um, But aside from that, 
if you do some conscious deep breaths into the belly and then direct it up into the brain on the in-breath, and then you hold the energy in your brain for about two seconds and then slowly exhale out all of the air and you repeat this, uh, I wouldn't be surprised that you could probably fall asleep within five minutes. So breathing, if you're holding the intention that as I breathe to relax my brain for sleep, that it's going to do it. It's actually going to work because you're holding the intention that this is what I'm doing and I'm the creator of my reality. So therefore, I have free will and free choice. And if I choose this thought with my breathing, it's going to work. Now, it may not work the first time or the second time you do it, but it will work as you practice. So what a way to fall asleep, huh? (laughs) Yeah, it's it's so basic, like you said, but that is what I love. It is so simple, and it's something that I know, and um, I have had many people help me on this, and after I get their advice, I know it, and it's right at the top of mind, and I listen to it, and I do sleep better, and then, of course, my daily work and grind and everything gets on me, and I go back to my normal routine of doing what you're saying, but so thank you. I will take your sage advice, and for the next, I don't know how long duration, I will do this exercise before going to bed. Thank you. Um, um, I might add that yeah. you want to put in your breathing exercise that no matter, now you don't have to phrase it like this, but the thought is, the intention is, no matter how many hours that uh, my body actually gets tonight, I will wake up refreshed and ready to go and that my body will get the needed REM sleep, the R-E-M sleep. Because if you don't get REM, you're going to wake up tired. And the only way that the body heals itself from the daily stresses is through REM sleep on that level. So it's very important that you put in the intention that my body will get the necessary REM sleep each night. And when I wake up, I will wake up refreshed, And then here's what you do. Before you get out of bed, you can feel what you want your day to be like, to actually feel it energetically. Okay, how do I want my day to go? I want my day to be filled with joy and love and laughter and connection and miracles and spontaneity and all of that. See? So you can do that. And don't get out of bed until you actually feel that energy in your body. Then you're ready to go. I love it. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Great advice. And on this line, um, very similar to going to bed is the idea of meditation. And since I began meditating, I've admitted to more people that I do meditate. And I often actually get asked how I began it. You know, people are you know, very curious about it, and they do like to try it, but like everyone, I think many people, it's hard to shut down the mind, and then everyone is just, of course, wanting, they want to know if they're doing it right, you know, and I try to respond, and it's not a non-answer by saying you really can't meditate wrong, as long as, like you said, your intention is to meditate, and you are, like, calming the mind, like you just said, breathing, I mean, all of this is good things, so I try to say that there's no wrong way to meditate, but do you have um, some tips, you've already given us good tips here, um, do you have any other tips to help people that are beginning meditators? Well, in the guided meditation that we will do, 
we'll, we'll have people experience it. So maybe we don't need to explain it in this segment. Love it. Yes. Because we will be doing it. Go ahead. Um, pre, pre-instructions or, or pre-information um, uh, before an experience, sometimes uh, it stimulates the mind too much. So yes. how about if we just lead people step by step into a way that they can meditate and adopt yes. it for themselves according to their own style and personality? Fantastic. Yeah. And Global Oneness Day, um, one of the people's, there was many events, but I know the event you were part of was hosted by a humanities team. And I've taken um, a course actually through uh, James O'Day had offered a peace ambassador training. So uh, when I'd taken a sabbatical a couple years ago, I did take his peace ambassador training course, which was fantastic. And I recommend it to anyone out there that has any curiosity and would like to explore this further. Uh, It was a great course on the Shift Network. And um, it's just something that I'd like to just bring up today. I mean, there's so much war going on out there. So just thinking of peace, it's kind of what you're saying. And it kind of goes back to, I'd mentioned the Amplifield before. That's where I was on that website where you can see other people around the world that are on. And that's really what the Amplifield is, is what Kenji was saying, is you're going out into the quantum and you're connecting to other people energetically and you are um, projecting what it is you want to manifest. So anything you'd like to kind of add to this idea of, you know, we we create what we put out there, you know, the idea of karma and so many things, whatever people want to call it, you know, karma, the circle of life, anything like that. But it's just really uh, be careful of your thoughts, your words, you know, what you throw out there. So it's just kind of something that I'd like to bring up right now and get your comments on it. Well, because of the earth changes and um, the evolution of, of all of life, our thoughts are becoming more powerful and more instantaneous. And since we actually create our life through our thought projections, because life just doesn't happen to you. On some level, everyone is creating their life, no matter how blissful or how horrible. Each one is creating the experiences that they experience. And if you don't like what you experience, then you change the belief, you change the thought so that you can have, shall we say, a different experience. So again, if we are used to giving away our power, oh, life is just happening to me again, right? I have no control over the situation. Well, you have control over how you experience whatever it is you're experiencing, So we need to take more responsibility and really understand and know that we can change an ingrained belief system that the church taught us or that our parents taught us or that somebody taught us as we were growing up. And if we don't like it, we can change it. And that can literally override, if you will, if you want to put it in a very simple way, you can override the imprinted belief systems that we have been carrying around since early childhood. Since, as an educator, it has been researched a thousand times that by the age of eight, by our eighth birthday, we're pretty much programmed uh, in our brains as to our behaviors and ways of thinking in a certain level. So 
it, it's never too late to change. <laughs> and those parents that have young kids, you want to be very mindful of what you say to them and what you project to them unconsciously because they will feel it. Just like when you were a little kid, you felt the unsaid thoughts of your parents, your siblings, uh, your peers, etc. So, yes, we energy follows thought. That's, that's metaphysics 101, energy follows thought. Fantastic. It is so funny that you say that. I have very limited, um, my parents would hate to hear this, but memories. I have very small memories from childhood, but, you know, from being very, very young. But I have a very distinct memory of myself at Christmas when I was seven. And I remember my grandparents, very good intention, but really just baby talking down to me. And I remember being seven and saying, I'm always going to remember what it feels like to be seven. I can think like an adult. I mean, I really just couldn't believe that no one could. I mean, I understood all their you know, adult conversations. And mm-hmm. I just really, clearly, it really stuck in my head. See, as you can see, it was I remembered vividly to this day. Um, but anyway, we're getting ready to have a commercial break here. When we come back, we are going to have our actual activation with Kenji. And for anyone who has not yet had an activation, it's something that you obviously should not be doing while driving. That's one thing we'd like to say. Or anything else, operating machinery. Any other disclaimers we should say, Kenji? Mm. Um, Standing on tall buildings. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. All right. Well, with that disclaimer, we will be back. And definitely, you guys don't want to miss this. This will be a fantastic treat. Well, um, we'll get you on the other side. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. I Love Nature supports sustainability, and that begins with self love and self care. Take a moment and ask yourself do you often feel your batteries need to be recharged? Do you regularly wish for more time in the day to tackle everything on your to do list? Are you continually delaying personal vacation planning? It's time to reclaim your life's purpose. Break out of your rut. Visit ilovenature.com. Get out and enjoy nature and some physical exercise. That's eyelovenature.com. Tune in to Happy and Healthy Living with Darlene Godwin to better understand the why on how you feel and find the right therapies, treatments, and programs to bring healing to the mind, body, and spirit. You can live a better life at any age. It's not just a temporary fix. Rather, it's a permanent, healthy lifestyle. Happy and Healthy Living with Darlene Godwin is broadcast live every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. This program is sponsored by ilovenature.com. Do you love sustainability? Do you love getting to the point? Sustainability is thoughtful, planned utilization of the Earth's resources for the betterment of humanity. Sustainability awareness is crucial to the Earth and to humanity's continued long-term existence. We all need to participate. This is a global issue that impacts each of us locally. Visit ilovenature.com. Respect yourself, the Earth, and humanity. That's E-Y-E, lovenature.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
are tuned in to Stewardship Through Respect with Holly Wells. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to respect at ilovenature.com. That's respect at eyelovenature.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back. We are here with our guest. Uh, today's guest is Kenji Kamara, and he is a spiritual catalyst and the creator of quantum light weaving and Sedona Vortex activations. And he's actually going to grace us with an activation today. So this is very exciting. We did say before the break to um, not listen to this uh, while you're driving, standing on tall buildings or operating machinery. So <laughs> with that disclaimer, <laughs> I'm going to hand it over to you, Kenji, and um Take us away. Yeah, that was a little uh, comedy team slipping in about the standing on tall buildings. So I think I'm going to adopt that in the disclaimer because that's funny. <laughs> um, okay. So this is very simple. So you want to, your intention is to go to your simple mind, your Zen mind, your simple mind. So it's as if you're moving out of your complex mind into simple mind. Don't ask me how to do it. You know how to do that, see. So part of the teachings is when we give instructions, we hold an understanding that you are very smart and intelligent and you know exactly what to do with the words that that we bring forth. Okay. So make sure that um, your spine is comfortable. You can sit in a chair, sit cross-legged, uh, lay down on a mat, on a couch, on your bed. Just be in a very relaxed place, and you're going to put your palms facing upwards. This is a receptive posture for your body. And you're going to hold the thought and intention that you are automatically connected with the earth in a way how, like, houses through their, uh, call it the lightning rod. You, you know, you need a, a copper, you need a mental pole in the ground that is connected to your house so when lightning comes, it won't strike your house and burn everything up. That the lightning will be directed into the metal pole and then down it's grounded into the earth. So our bodies are electromagnetic. We, Our consciousness is vibrational and our bodies are also energy and vibrations. So you, you don't want your system to be short-circuited. So however creative way you want to do this is to create a grounding channel with the earth. And you're going to imagine that at the top of your head or you should, we could say the space above your head or on top of your head is like an antenna, like a radio antenna, and it can pick up signals from the universe. The signals that you're going to pick up today are the pure energy signals from our sun on all levels of our sun. Our sun gives us life in this universe. Okay, and the top of your head is connected with your spine, and your spine feeds all the organs of your body. It nourishes 
through the chi in your organs. Okay, so we're going to breathe in through the nose and exhale through the mouth. And we're going to breathe into the belly first, just the belly. We're going to breathe in the feeling of a deep blue. Your favorite very deep blue. Going to breathe it into the belly and then hold it for a couple of seconds and then slowly exhale through the nose and exhale out all of the air. Keeping your body relaxed. Okay, so continue. Going to breathe into the belly through the nose and hold the prana in the belly for a couple of seconds and then slowly exhale out everything. So you're letting go of everything right now. Your to-do list, people, places, and things. Letting go of everything for the moment. And you're going to allow yourself to be free energetically from everybody else in your world, from the chaos that's happening in the world, from everything. Just for a moment. We're going to breathe into this place of stillness. And then we're going to exhale. Now, take another deep breath. And this time we're going to bring the energy from the belly up through the lungs, up into the midpoint in your brow, between your eyebrows and the lower part of your forehead. That's your brow center. So breathe in and direct the energy to that place, which is going to begin to energize your brain, and then slowly exhale. And making sure that you, all your facial muscles are beginning to relax, your fingers, your toes, all the muscles relaxing. Breathing in and merging with that very wonderful deep blue. Taking that light now, the blue light, up into the brain. And imagine that the brain is like a dry sponge and the blue light is like water. And your brain is going to now begin to soak up this very beautiful, shimmering, iridescent, very mm, tranquil shade of blue. And just allow yourself to merge. It's like losing yourself in this energy, this very deep blue. Now just breathe normally now. And just be aware of your body. And be aware of the sensations. Be aware of this blue energy moving through your spine. Nourishing your organs. Relaxing your nervous system. And now we're going to change frequencies here. So the intention of thought is, okay, now I change frequencies to visualize, to envision, to feel, to sense the color of rose. Rose pink. Now begin to breathe that into your chest, your lungs, and your diaphragm. 
Breathing in through the nose and exhaling through the mouth. And just become aware now how your body is shifting and even how your brain is even shifting now to an even deeper level of centeredness and calm. And let that rose pink energy just circulate through your nervous system. It'll go to wherever your system needs it. This is a very healing color. This is a beautiful color for your emotions, for your emotional body. Okay, and you're just going to let your attention drift now. Just going to let your awareness drift. Nothing to do but just drift. We're going to invoke this very pure golden energy that's very translucent. It's a light golden hue. It's sparkly. It's shiny iridescent. And you're simply going to allow your awareness to drift into this space of gold and to become it. Just allow yourself the freedom to drift deep into this golden hue. And allow yourself to feel loved and protected in a very safe, energetic space, feeling very supported by nature and the earth, and supported by the oneness that is all life. So let this continue on its own. Let it run in the background. You can take your awareness off of that now and just be very present with your body. Feel the bottoms of your feet, the palms of your hands. Feel your whole backside the base of your skull. And when you're ready, slowly open the eyes, allowing the body to adjust to these new vibratory frequencies, if you will. Okay, remember to drink water. You'll get very thirsty shortly. Remember to drink water. And be very grounded before you drive your automobiles today. So let's give thanks for the energy, for the blessings. We give our gratitude and thanks for the love and support. So be it. Fantastic. So we purposely had the activation right now so that for anyone who hasn't uh, experienced an activation, it's very powerful. Um, when we, I, I can feel tingling now in my legs. Um, myself personally so again I wanted to uh, anybody who has any kind of symptoms that are good symptoms aren't bad symptoms or anything they'd like to share um, you can send them to respect at ilovenature.com 
And it's, again, respect at ilovenature.com, but the I is E-Y-E, and um, you could share those with us. And we wanted to, uh, before we take a break, uh, we'll be back to just um, have a little bit of uh, Kenji explaining what some of the reactions that other people might be feeling are so we can leave you feeling really calm in whatever experiences that you're having from that activation. I would have to say at first I was, of course, really picturing your blue. And then when you said to go in and start picturing the pink, um, it was really hard for me to override my blue. I started getting like a fuchsia as I was mixing my colors together. (laughs) But then when you finally got to the gold, I was able to really... um, take control and I was able to really drop in and really feel what you were saying. So then about the time that we were getting ready to end, I was like, oh my God, I have to kind of be talking soon. So I was trying to get myself back, but that's when I could actually feel the energy like coming through my feet. I can feel it right now. It's really awesome. I love it. Thank you for that. Um, So again, we're going to take a break here for a minute. So you guys just revel in whatever fantastic experiences that this might have brought you. We're going to take a quick break here. We'll be back with more Kenji and uh, we'll be back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. This program is sponsored by ilovenature.com. Do you love sustainability? Do you love getting to the point? Sustainability is thoughtful, planned utilization of the Earth's resources for the betterment of humanity. Sustainability awareness is crucial to the Earth and to humanity's continued long-term existence. We all need to participate. This is a global issue that impacts each of us locally. Visit ilovenature.com. Respect yourself, the Earth, and humanity. That's E-Y-E, lovenature.com. Do you find yourself caring for people in multiple generations? Are you exhausted, stressed, and overwhelmed? Instead of spending hours searching for resources and information, Dr. Merrill and her guests will provide you with practical, everyday information and solutions to help make your life easier. Tune into Caught Between Generations, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. I Love Nature supports sustainability, and that begins with self-love and self-care. Take a moment and ask yourself, do you often feel your batteries need to be recharged? Do you regularly wish for more time in the day to tackle everything on your to-do list? Are you continually delaying personal vacation planning? It's time to reclaim your life's purpose. Break out of your rut. Visit ilovenature.com. Get out and enjoy nature and some physical exercise. That's E-Y-E, lovenature.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Stewardship Through Respect with Holly Wells. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to respect at ilovenature.com. That's respect at eyelovenature.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome. 
Welcome. Again, we're back with Kenji. He is our guest this week. He is the creator of Quantum Light Weaving and Sedona Vortex Activations, which he just shared one with us for those of us who are over here. And since I am still reveling in the activation, I'm going to take this opportunity to allow Kenji to speak about his upcoming retreat next week. So you're having a retreat in Sedona, and I have attended one of Kenji's retreats uh, previously, which was hosted at a fantastic spa. It was fantastic. The other participants were just so authentic. It was so fun to be in an atmosphere of people that were just there for the same experience that I was. And of course, being in your presence and just really helping us really deepen and have a great week. So I would really recommend it to anybody. Um, And go ahead, Kenji, if you could tell us about it. I do actually have this highlighted as an event coming up on, again, ilovenature.com. If you go there, you can find it. Um, But Kenji, go ahead and tell us about the topic. Well, it's designed for people. It's a three-day event, and it's a sort of a semi-re... Well, for some it's a retreat, and for some it's a semi-retreat, depending upon where their lodging is. But imagine three days of being immersed in the energy, the energies of grace and blessings. And what we want to do with this particular retreat is to help people to move really deep into their own sense of knowing and purpose and self-empowerment and to give them tools that they can use when they return back home, meditative tools, exercises uh, that they can practice every day. Um, We will probably give them something like what we gave today on the show, uh, um, a very simple but can be very profound relaxation exercise, not only for sleep, but to prepare for meditation as well. Um, it's basically going to be a self-empowerment, um, a focus. And, of course, uh, the teachings are spontaneous. So we never quite know how it's going to show up. But um, people will be blissed out. They will feel a sense of family and community like, like we always do at these retreats. And that, for some people, is very big, to have a sense of family and community, uh, a very safe place for three days. So the deadline, actually, to register is today, although we can extend a very late registration through perhaps Sunday afternoon. But they can go to the website, KenjiKamari.com, go to Events, and then click on the Joy to Awakening Summit Retreat and they can read the landing page there. And uh, there's also a link if they want to sign up. So just kind of follow the prompts. Um, We do offer also a new offering since I moved here about a year and a half ago is taking people on uh, hikes to different vortex and power spots around Sedona and to do a personal activation for them that will be recorded and sent to them. Uh, plus a, a follow-up that day, perhaps to our workshop, either in my studio or on the land. So that's a weekend package that I offer. Well, one, two, or three-day package. So those are some of the exciting things that uh, we have to offer here in Sedona. 
Fantastic. I would love to do that. My schedule does not uh, allow for that at the moment, but I would love, I've been to um, the Sedona area before, but of course I didn't get to tour any of these special sites with you, which would be fabulous and uh, something I would love to fit in somehow. So um, it's on my my to-do list. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. Well, if you don't make it, well, you won't make this one, but we have three more in next year. So yeah, plan ahead. Fantastic. All right. Um, with that little bit of time that we have left, uh, I've loved all of your insights so far. I know on the break I was telling you I'm definitely going to not only just do the deep breathing exercises before going to bed, just focusing on my breath, but really I love the reminder to say whatever sleep you get is the amount of sleep you need to feel rested, and uh, that is something I'm definitely going to incorporate. So, again, you have given us so many just so helpful tips that you can actually just implement immediately. Before we um, sign off for tonight, can you give us any more little nuggets of wisdom that you think we could implement right away? Well, the key is to keep it simple. If it's too complicated, don't do it. If it feels like too much work, don't do it. So here's a reminder. We believe that we may have come to work out our karma, but how about another reality here where we've come here to enjoy our life, to enjoy the company of souls that we meet throughout our lifetime, to know that no matter what our experiences are, that we are always supported from the unseen realms and that our journey is one of joy and love rather than pain and suffering. That's fantastic words of wisdom. Wow, I loved it. So again, we know how to reach Kenji. Definitely, I know that your retreat is coming up, but anyone that's local to the area or is available next week, that would be fantastic to join up for Kenji's Sedona retreat. And again, if I could, I would absolutely take you up on, when is this one coming up? Your visiting of the sites, when is that? Your weekend package? Oh, that's whenever people want to schedule it. I'm pretty much uh, free probably 11 months out of the year. Wow, so this is really more of a... Because December is cold and December is December. But uh, pretty much 11 months out of the year, I'm available for that. And people would just contact me through the website contact page and and we can do the scheduling together. Wow, so that's more of a direct one-on-one or whatever group they have that they schedule to uh, go out with you. Yes, it could be one person, it could be a couple, it can be four people. Fantastic. And living in Sedona, I know I um, knew you before the transition and now that you've transitioned and I've seen your photos, I've seen you climbing up on some of these rock formations that I can't believe you have done. Can you explain your, it was there, I won't say fear of heights, but that's, that's something incredible. I've seen some of these photos. They look crazy how you got up on some of these things. I'm not sure if you were lifted there by helicopter, then they took the photo. <laughs> oh, my foot. One step at a time. Yes, I had to overcome my fear of, I don't have a fear of heights, but, you know, yeah, you go through the thing of, well, if I make a mistake, I'm dead, you know? Um, so you ask for loving support on all these hikes. You ask for permission to walk the land, et cetera. You do these things so that you have wonderful experiences. Yeah, I did on my first one um, where I've got my uh, hat on and my arms outstretched. That was not a big formation, but I was out by Boynton Canyon. And um, 
I tell my friends, I just went through, I just healed some level of fear of climbing rocks and falling off them. <laughs> it wasn't a huge fear, but it was enough for me to notice. Mm-hmm. And so after I did that, I went, okay, this is cool. I haven't done this in 30 years. And so I was really out of shape, but I did it because I wanted to do it. Not to prove anything necessarily, but I go, oh, okay, I think I can climb this. And then you always get to places where you go, I don't know if I can go any further. And how am I going to get down if I do get up? Because that's the hard part, getting down. And, uh, but I went, I could do it. I could do it. But yeah. I did uh, Top of Bell Rock with a guide. So if I can do Top of Bell Rock, yeah, I can pretty much do anything. Yes. Fantastic. Well, like I say, I'm impressed. I love just seeing the beauty of the photos regardless. I could tell what an amazing feat that was. And again, just hearing you talk about it, you can just feel the energy of what that experience was. So again, take up Kenji on that uh, offering to go on this weekend package and visit these beautiful sites and go and actually be out on these rock formations and directly touching yourself these beautiful vibrations that the earth has out there in Sedona for us. So they have a lot of great energy to take advantage of, and I hope everyone does. So with that, this was a fantastic show. I really enjoyed it. I knew I would. I'm going to hope, I'm sure, I'm sure our audience did. That was a fantastic activation. And for anyone else, any parting words of uh, if they're feeling the activation is too strong, what would you tell them? They can actually request that it be toned down, correct? Correct. Yeah, if it gets too intense, although it shouldn't, but if it does, you just say, okay, just tone it down. and got a little bit too much or I'm reaching my limit. So basically, uh, you might go through any number of emotional experiences, past, current, future, not to worry. It's all part of the plan. Uh, you may get some insights, intuitions. You may get blissed out as, it, uh, as you go into early evening because energy builds. Uh, you could have any number of experiences, um, visitations, uh, auditory, visual experience that are kind of extraordinary, uh, emotional purging, uh, dizziness, lightheadedness. Uh, okay, yes. That's why I want everyone, we need to wrap, but that's why I wanted everyone to know how to contact you. They can contact you directly, KenjiKamara.com, if they're experiencing anything weird, because uh, we don't want to leave anyone hanging. But I do believe that it will be a fantastic experience for everyone. I really thank you for coming on the show and being my guest, and good luck with your retreat. Thank you so much, Holly. Thank you. Have a great night, yourself and everyone. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Stewardship Through Respect. Please join your host, Holly Wells, again for another edition next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll have more to talk about next week. Have a good weekend. Thank you.